Hey there, my name is Peyton Macy's and you're listening to AnyCast. AnyCast is about anything and everything. We have some cool guests on sometimes, or sometimes it's just me. But enjoy today's episode and I hope you learn something new. Hey there, you might be wondering, do I have merchandise? And the answer is of course, of course I have merchandise. Go down into the description down below and you can find the link to the merchandise. We sell t-shirts, hoodies, a lot of mugs, um, some long sleeve shirts, some uh, stickers, stuff like that, like die cut stickers, and all that fun stuff at the AnyCast shop powered by teespring shirts are 25 long sleeve shirts are 30 dollars hoodies are 45 dollars mugs are 20 stainless steel water bottles are 28 die cut stickers are 10 dollars stickers are ranging from 8 to 10 dollars notebooks for school or notes or whatever you use your notebook for is 20 dollars and canvases are 28 dollars Go and have fun in the AnyCast bookstore, or not bookstore, just store in general, and buy some merch. Welcome on back, everybody, to AnyCast. Today is the second to last episode of Any Cheer. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. It's one of our final Christmas ones. Uh, I'm going to label the Any Cheer also as New Year, like all the New Year stuff is also Any Cheer, but this is the second to last Christmas episode. And if you read the title, you might be a little bit confused because today is going to be, um, I'm going to label it as a bonus episode on Anchor, which I don't know if it tells you if it's a bonus episode or not, but today's episode is going to be pretty fun. We're going to end our saga of Charlie Brown specials for this year. Next year, we're going to watch the second specials because the thanksgiving one has a second special and the christmas has a second special i'm not sure if the halloween one does but we can check that out but next year we'll be back with more charlie brown and then you know maybe the year after that we'll just revisit and we'll do this as a tradition on the podcast because i really do like charlie brown but today we're going to be reviewing the charlie brown christmas the very first original one and i'm going to read you guys a story called the Tale of Three Trees. It might not sound like a Christmas book, but I will actually uh, explain to you how this is not only a Christmas, but also an Easter book. Um, it's very heavy on the... Uh, it's it's nice. It's not true. It's not really true, I don't think. Uh, it seems kind of fictional, but it's, it's nice in what it represents. It's a very nice book. It's a kid's book. Uh, I'll put the link in the description on how to get this book. I will also get you guys the link on how to sign up and become an Apple TV 
or like the Apple TV subscription. If you guys don't want that uh, to watch Charlie Brown, then you guys can just buy it and I'll put that link down there too. So you guys can get the set, hopefully the set that I have of Charlie Brown holiday. So you guys can watch all the holiday ones next year when it comes around um, and all that fun stuff. Anyways, let's talk about the Charlie Brown Christmas. You guys can't see it, but I have this pretty cool sweater. It's like, it says good grief and it has uh, Charlie and Snoopy and a Christmas tree. Not the Christmas tree. Well, maybe it's supposed to be like the Christmas tree when it's all uh, dressed up. Uh, but yeah, well, let's talk about this. Okay, so I, I paid a lot of attention to this one. And I've been watching this one um, for a lot of years now. Not exactly every year, but it's become a tradition since like last year, two years ago to watch it every year. And I've seen this uh, special multiple times. Of course, Charlie Brown is depressed like always. He's very just sad and melancholy like always on Christmas. Um, or it's like close to Christmas. I think it is Christmas Day. And he's like, oh, why can't I be so happy? Or everybody around him is like, cheer up, Charlie Brown. It's Christmas time. And then, of course, the iconic, he goes to Lucy as a therapist. Um, and he's like, what's my problem? And I want to point out, it's pretty funny when Lucy... Uh, when he drops the nickel in there, <clears throat> and then Lucy is like, oh, don't you love it, Charlie? I love the sound of the nickel. And then she, like, shakes it, and she can hear the joyous sound of change. I thought to myself when I was watching it this year, I'm like, yeah, this is how I imagine big corporations like Lego and Disney and Barbie when they take the money. Don't you just, like, that's their view of Christmas probably is just, don't you just love that money coming in? And then they, like, just hold up the cash bag and just start shaking it. But anyways, I'm sure there's employees there that actually care about Christmas and maybe some of those CEOs care about Christmas, but whatever. Nonetheless, we all know that they rig the prices, especially Lego, um, and then charge you triple what it should be uh, to buy a Lego set. And so they make so much profit that, yeah, whatever. I'm going to leave that. Anyways, moving on. Charlie Brown goes to Lucy as a therapist learns that he just hates and is like afraid of everything so that doesn't really help him he sees that his own dog has gone quote-unquote commercial and we will return to this there's this word commercial being repeated a lot and i actually know something about this that i've never actually noticed before when he's mad that snoopy is participating in this competition uh, of who has the best lights and he's like this is so commercial blah 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 and then lucy's like you know what, Charlie Brown, when he's at the psych, uh, the therapy thing, I forgot to mention this. This is kind of like the big plot thing. But she's all like, you know what, Charlie Brown, we have a Christmas plate and we need a director. Would you be willing to? And of course, this is a big honor because Charlie Brown is kind of a mess up of a kid. Um, he messes a lot of things up. Everything he touches ruined, as he says in this uh, film and all the rest. Now, when he gets there to direct, it's going okay. Snoopy's messing around with everybody, so everybody's like not super happy about that. Um, something that I just realized, Woodstock's not in this short. It's very sad. Um, so rest in peace to Woodstock. Last time we saw him was in Thanksgiving special. Anyways, we get to see that Charlie's kind of stressed about this. He's trying to like make it all work in this tight, tight time frame. 
um, and everything's going okay. They're giving the rolls out to people, and then he has to go and uh, pick out the Christmas tree. That's what Lucy tells him. That's how he does, and he finds the ugliest Christmas tree, the most bare-skinned Christmas tree. If you've never seen this short, you're truly missing out on an iconic and one of the greatest Christmas things of all time, uh, Christmas films of all time. But I'm sure everybody knows the tree that I'm talking about. And this tree, it's it's something, the tree. You know, it's bare-skinned, it's whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't, it's just, you know, the ugly tree. And Charlie ends up taking it back. And everybody insults Charlie Brown, saying, you're a failure. And then he's like, yeah, I just ruined everything. And then he cries out to Linus. He's like, well, who can show me that what Christmas is really about? If I'm just going to be stuck in melancholy, why should I even be joyous? What is it even about? And then, of course, we get the um, huge scene. The entire thing that this short revolves around is the Christmas story. And so then... Linus reads from the gospel, I believe it's the gospel of Luke, it could be Matthew or Mark, I'm not super familiar, oh no, it's not Luke, I think it might be Mark, wait, I, I don't know, he reads from one of the gospels, and he reads to us what the play is about, which is the birth of Christ, then Charlie Brown learns what it's about, and that it's about peace and love, that's what Christmas is about, Spreading cheer and joy and love. It's about the birth of our Savior, Christ, right? And so then they end up <laughs> ditching the play. Charlie goes uh, kind of home after this. They follow him. Um, he takes a tree and puts it next to Snoopy's house. And then he's mad. Because still, Snoopy has a super commercialized home with all these fancy lights and everything. Charlie tries to put one ornament on the tree, and then he's just like, great, I ruined it, because it dies, essentially. But it doesn't really. He just thinks it dies because it fell over. And then all of Charlie's friends in the gang are like, you know what? Charlie Brown might be a screw-up, and he might mess a lot of things up, but you know what? He doesn't always get cheer and joy, and this is what Christmas is about. So we're going to dress up the tree. So they dress up the tree, and of course, it looks amazing with all of Snoopy's decorations. And Snoopy doesn't mind this. And then, of course, Charlie is led back over, and he is just hes just blown away. How could they make the tree that is so ugly look beautiful? And then, of course, they all start um, singing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, Peace on Earth, um, and the rest, all the rest. You guys know the lyrics. And that's how the short ends. Now, I skipped over a lot about when commercial was um, said. I, if I rewatched it, I could probably count it. And maybe next year I'll set, tell you guys how many times commercial was said. Because it's insane how many times that word is used. But when I was watching it and they were saying commercial... I'm trying to quote Charlie Brown. I'm not going to get it precise, but he's like, he's kind of conveying the message like Christmas is so commercialized that they wrap it in all this fun, fancy stuff and we miss the meaning. That's what um, 
Mr. Schultz tried to get across in this short. You know, if we look at Christmas nowadays, Christmas is a commercial, quite literally. Santa Claus is only a big thing because Coca-Cola made it to be. I might do a video on that next year or a podcast because it's actually quite interesting. Yes, Saint Nick was a real guy. He was a saint. And the rumor is, you know, that he, uh, based off of all the writings, that he would give to the poor and needy and just to everybody. And he was, he was a great guy, right? Um, and he was saint. Um, and then nobody really cared about it. Maybe the Catholics cared about it, you know. Um, in the Catholic Church, I'm sure they really did care about it. But then if, if I'm right, I think it's in the 60s, those Coca-Cola ads started and Santa was there. And then everything changed. Whenever Coke started saying, here's Santa Claus and here's the nice polar bear, everybody's like, oh, jolly old Saint Nick. And then they started writing songs about Santa Claus, how Santa Claus is this magical fat man who can come down your chimney and give you all the presents and you've got to leave him milk and cookies as your way of saying, here you go, thank you for your services. And he's going to hit up every single house in the entire world of course, please take your kids away. Uh, turn this off if you have little ones who believe in Saint Nick. Of course, the myth of Santa is fake. But it's what our society goes with. And you know what? It's not a bad myth, you know? It's really not. It teaches pretty good morals of being generous and kind. And it's derived in some fact and truth. But how uh, not a lot of people are going to want to sell you the birth of Christ. So they commercialize it with jolly old St. Nick who holds a Coca-Cola bottle and has a couple of polar bears as his friend in the North Pole, right? And his little helpers. So the entire Christmas with Charlie Brown revolves around that idea of Christmas is so commercialized nowadays. Nowadays, it's about the shiny trees it's about the lights, the tinsel, the ornaments, Mariah Carey's annoying All I Want for Christmas is You song, um, cookies, baking, snowball fights, Christmas movies such as Elf, and Christmas Vacation, and Home Alone, of course, and all these other things. But they try to bury the real meaning. And... Last night, I was actually at the Elevation Christmas Experience. And I'm not going to play the clip because I'm sure I would get destroyed by them. But my pastor said something interesting. Something I've never really thought about. He saw a couple watching the World Cup on their phones. And they, well, he didn't know it was the World Cup at first. He just saw two couples, or this couple, hunched over the phone, screaming and yelling every once in a while. And he realized, this is actually the World Cup that they're watching. Why is that such a big deal to them, but not to me? That's kind of how the world is to us who celebrate Christmas. Some people celebrate Christmas, and it's just not really a big deal. It's just like, here's an excuse to give you a gift and all the rest. And, oh, look, there's Santa Claus. Others of us celebrate Christmas because we actually know what it's about. We care what it's about, you know? We know that it's about the birth of Christ, and it means a lot to us. Needless to say, Charlie Brown Christmas, I think, has a deeper meaning, showing us that Christmas is commercialized,
But if you look under all the wrapping and all the fancy treats and everything, you'll see the true meaning. And that's why I think this short is really amazing. First of all, it holds up to this day. The animation, the sound quality, all that stuff holds up today. Still funny. I was actually laughing um, quite a bit throughout it. This is by far my favorite one. It goes this one, the Great Pumpkin, and then the Thanksgiving one. Those are my favorite Charlie Brown shorts of uh, holidays. Now, all of those shorts are great, but this one, it, it, I like Christmas time. So maybe that's a little bit of bias for me. But it's really, there's like an actual meaning and a message that's being presented. And it's not that hard to look for it. They don't really try to hide it. You just kind of have to be, I guess, more mature and be able to detect it. Not just see this as a fun little Christmas thing. But anyways, that's kind of my review of the Charlie Brown Christmas. I love it. Um, the message that I got from it this year, which is clearly, I think, the message that uh, Schultz was trying to convey. Um, you know, that's a great message to have. You're not going to get that anymore in movies, TV shows, Christmas specials, all the rest. Um, you do get some sort of hope and everything. I was going to do a Simpsons review. Maybe I'll do I'll probably do it next year because the first Simpsons episode debuted on December 17th. 1989 if i am not mistaken and that episode um surprisingly is very similar to um christmas vacations plot national lampoon's christmas vacation plot uh interestingly enough um but even that has like a little bit of hope there's like a little bit of a message of hope even in that and in most other media but you're not going to get Linus reading the gospel, you know, and all this other stuff. Well, I've talked enough about the um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. So when you guys listen to this, you guys just got to listen to this ad or skip over it, whichever one. And then we're going to read this book called The Tale of Three Trees. Trust me, this is a short book. I mean, it's like a kid's book on cardboard. Um, and then... I might explain a little bit of it. I think it's pretty straightforward. Uh, but hey, today is Christmas Eve. Come back tomorrow, Christmas Day, and you guys will have me reading the actual gospel of Matthew and the Christmas story there. And if you guys look on your um, on the YouTube channel, you guys will actually see something pretty cool that I made. It's a presentation of what gold frankincense and myrrh actually meant as they were presented to christ um and that's gonna be a really cool one to, for you guys to see with all that being said stick around and find out what the tale of three trees is all about the tale of three trees a traditional folk tale retold by angela elwell hunt illustrations by tim uh Jonke. Junk. I, I hope I pronounced that name right. <clears throat> Once upon a mountaintop, three trees dreamed of what they wanted to become when they grew up. I want to hold treasure, the first tree said. It will be the most beautiful treasure test in the whole world. I want to be a strong sailing ship, the second tree said. It will. I will be the strongest ship in the world. I don't want to leave this mountaintop at all, the third tree said. 
I want to grow so tall that when people look at me, they will have to raise their eyes to heaven and think of God. I will be the tallest tree in the world. One day, three woodcutters climbed the mountain. With a swoop of the first man's axe, the first tree fell. With a swish of the second man's axe, a second tree fell. With a slash of the third man's axe, the third tree fell. The first tree rejoiced when the woodcutter brought him to a carpenter's shop. But the busy carpenter was not thinking about treasure chests. Instead, his work-worn hands fashioned the tree into a feed box for animals. The second tree smiled when the woodcutter took him to a shipyard. But no mighty sailing ships were built that day. Instead, the once strong tree was made into a simple fishing boat. The third tree was confused when the cut woodcutter cut her into strong beans and left her in a yumberlard. What happened? The once tall tree wondered. All I ever wanted to do was point to God. Many, many days and nights passed. The three trees nearly forgot their dreams. But one night, golden starlight poured over the first tree as a young woman placed her newborn baby in the feed box. And suddenly, the first tree knew he was holding the greatest treasure in the world. One evening, a tired traveler and his friends crowded into the old fishing boat. When a storm arose, the second tree shuddered. But when the traveler stretched out his hand and said, Peace, the storm stopped. And suddenly, the second tree knew he was carrying the king of heaven and earth. On Friday morning, the third tree was startled when her beams were yanked from the woodpile. She shivered when she was dragged through an angry crowd. She shuddered when the soldiers nailed a man's hands to her. She felt ugly and harsh and cruel. But on Sunday morning, when the sun rose and the earth trembled with joy beneath her, the third tree knew God's love had changed everything. It had made the first tree beautiful. It had made the second tree strong. And every time people thought of the third tree, they would think of God. That was better than being the tallest tree in the world. The end. So like I said, very short. Now let me break this down if you didn't catch it. I'm sure you guys did. So... The first tree becomes the manger for Mary and Joseph. They lay the greatest treasure in the world, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. The second tree becomes a strong and well-known boat since Jesus the Messiah calmed the storm by saying, Peace, and it all became still. The third tree, of course, became the cross that Christ had to bear, and he carried it up, of course, and was nailed to it, and every single time people think of the cross, they, of course, think of Christ and God. And i show you all I got to say. It's a nice little book. The illustrations definitely help. And they give you a better picture. And with all that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Make sure to check in here tomorrow. 
um, in the morning. Uh, once you guys open up gifts, or if you guys want to listen to this before opening up gifts, I'll be reading the gospel. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to read Matthew chapter 2, um, the Christmas story. And then I have a little message prepared for you guys on YouTube tomorrow morning. Also, um, it'll be up at probably 6 a.m. just as normal time for my podcast upload. Uh, so yeah, lots of fun happening over here. But I'll say it again tomorrow. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Um, and, you know, I'll be back on the 28th. Um, I mean, of course, I'll be back tomorrow. But then we'll be back on the 28th with an amazing guest who I have on. And then on the 30th, I have a, another podcast. I'm actually not going to be doing the live podcast. As you guys know, last night, which is actually today as the day I'm recording, I did not do a live podcast because I'm actually serving at my church at night services. So no live podcast. Next week, no live podcast either. Instead, you guys will be getting a pretty great podcast with me, Liam, and possibly one other person talking about what we're expecting in the year 2023. Mostly entertainment based. I also want you guys to keep your eyes open for a looking back at 2022 a video. I've been editing this all last night, all today. It's definitely going to be a longer video, but it's going to be debuting on the morning of New Year's Eve. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I know I'm enjoying making this. Uh, but with all that being said, I hope you have a Merry Christmas Eve, fulfilling whatever traditions you guys have. Um, watch a Christmas movie, you know? Watch It's a Wonderful Life. Sadly, this year I did not get to uh, review that. It's the greatest Christmas movie, in my opinion. Next year I'll review that. Um, but yeah, it's been a really fun end cheer. Um, next year we're going to have a lot more fun. Um, yeah. Merry Christmas Eve to you. <laughs>